Wolfpack Ninja Podcast, Episode 6, The Wolf Bios. Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin. And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior. We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. All right, guys, we're back for another episode. Yeah. We have guests today. What's going on? No, no. Today is just a Wolfpack special. This is the Ninja Doc speaking. We're going to be getting into our bios. We're going to be getting into some of climbing travels that we've had and what we love about climbing. But first, let's talk a little bit about how cool our first four guests have been. I mean, we did Matt Eisman, Flip, Brent, Jesse Graff. What did you guys think? Yeah, those were some great people to start out with. I think, I mean, if you guys have been listening, I'm sure you guys loved it because I want to know more about every one of those people. Oh my gosh, Jesse Graff, she's awesome. The stunt that she did with the helicopters walk, walking on the beach, yeah, that was way too cool. I wish I could have done that. Did you say you had a dream about that? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Did, did, did we use up all of our good interviews or you got something lined up for later episodes? Holy cow. We have like a multi-part Casey Catanzaro that's already in the bag. I've already talked with her. We've got Jeff Britton. Wait to hear what he has to say. I mean, Sean McCall, Jesse LaFlair. We've got a lot of people and it doesn't stop there. We've got pro climbers. We've got secret celebrity guests like we're talking big names. Secret celebrity. I like the sound of that. It's kind of like Secret Santa, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so today, let's start with a couple bios and get a little bit deeper. Let's get a bit, a little bit deeper into, you know, the Wolfpack and, and who we are. And, you know, Megan, I think people want to know really who you are. Tell us some things about your history, about your past, things that people might not know. You know, what kind of thing, what was it like growing up? Um, I'm the oldest of three girls. Um, I grew up in Florida, not a great place to climb. Uh, both my parents were gymnasts. My dad went to the Olympic trials twice, I believe, for gymnastics. So he was like on the U.S. team and stuff. I started doing gymnastics when I was like two or three years old. Then I started rock climbing, did that for about four years. Did some pro comps as like a 12-year-old, had sponsors and whatnot. Then I quit climbing for like seven years. And I started pole vaulting, did that in high school and college at Vanderbilt University. Go doors, what? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Then I started climbing again in 2012 and been a pro climber since. And in season six of A&W, I fell into that somehow through climbing and been doing that since as well. And Megan, I had heard about you. This is the Ninja Doc. I had heard about you. Like, since you were a little girl. (laughs) And I never, like, thought I would meet you, but I was like, you know, everybody's like, oh, there's this new up-and-coming climber. She's amazing. She's out of Florida. I'm like, Florida? Florida's, like, flat. I went to college in Florida, you know? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. So I spent some time down there. Did you climb in the PCA? Yeah. I saw a clip of you. My first, I'm, like, my first PCA comp, I got third. I announced for the PCA. You did? Yeah. Yeah. 
That I, is so funny. Back in the day when, when like Alex Johnson and I were chugging Red Bulls because there were after parties, but obviously oh we're way God. too young to drink. And how old were you then? I was like 12 and 13. I, I stopped climbing when I was uh, like 14, almost 15 or something like that. Wait, what's PCA? I, I, I'm a <laughs> professional climber and I, I don't know what that well, is. The yeah. PCA was the Professional Climbers Association. <laughs> this just shows this shows how old um, yeah. I guess me and Noah are. I mean, it was like almost 15 years ago. Yeah, and it, more than that. It, it was an attempt to professionalize <laughs> modern rock climbing. And it was a really good try and it had the energy, but it unfortunately never took off. You know, climbing's still not even in the Olympics, which is, which is unbelievable. So, Noah... You're the ninja doc. Yes. We all know you're a doctor. Yes. Tell us a little bit more. How did you grow up? Where? Let's get the good stuff. So, yeah. Ninja doc grew up, and it's such a funny nickname. I I guess I kind of like it, but <laughs> I never had a say in it, really. The show kind of <laughs> called me the ninja doc. I grew up in Chicago. I was born in 1975, so I'm 40 years old, and so I'm one of the older ninjas. I can't believe I'm 40. I mean, I really feel like I'm... 25, you know, like I feel like a young guy and I stay, try and stay, Megan, <laughs> I try and stay super healthy and I, I watch my diet. Everything I, I do is really focused on health and kind of, I, I try and really kind of seek perfection of character. I'm really always trying to improve myself. But I grew up in Chicago. I had two younger brothers. Um, Asher is a year younger than me and Jordan's five years younger. And uh, they're both amazing guys. Asher's a blues harmonica wizard. And he's in Chicago still. And, and Jordan is a real estate mogul in Chicago. I mean, he's, he's killing it. And so it's, it's cool to be the eldest of three. My parents live near us here in Fort Collins. And I went to high school in, in Chicago. I graduated. I went to University of Miami, Megan. Nice. And uh, I was a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader on the Hurricanes, the Miami Hurricanes. I mean, <laughs> I would flip across the field after, you know, a touchdown was scored. And it, it was great because I dated a bunch of the cheerleading girls. So, mm. you know, it, it, it was a good time. But then after college, I took a, a break and I went to Japan and I lived in Japan. I learned how to speak Japanese, which, uh, Ian, I think you've been there, uh, post comp with all the Japanese guys from Ninja <laughs> Warrior. And I've been the translator. Absolutely. That was a great time. And Travis Rosen, he also speaks fluent Japanese. So I've spent, right. some, spent some time speaking with Travis. Then after that, I had to really buckle down. I went to med school and I got a, a scholarship to go to Tulane Medical School in New Orleans. And man, what a town New Orleans is. And that's where I went, met my wife, uh, Samay Lee. And, yeah, she's a sweetheart and she's not ever going to love American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> she has always thought it is so silly and she's really humored me. So it's been great. That's a little bit about me. Um, Serious question. Yeah. Are your brothers single? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. They are always in between single and not single. <laughs> they are not married, so you'll, you'll have to find out. They're, uh, yeah, you and Jordan would make a cute couple. Hey, you got a picture? Yeah, I'll, I'll I think I met him once, but I don't remember. <laughs> well, that's enough about, about the... No, he's awesome. That's enough about the ninja doc. Brian, what about you? Tell us about your life growing up. Okay, so... I grew up most of my life in Ohio, in Medway, Ohio. Um, shout out to the 10 people that live there. <laughs> um, That's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> so um, I grew up in a Mormon family. 
I have, yeah. Yeah, he's a Mormon. I have no idea. Well, I, I lived in Utah before Ohio for for a while, but um, in Orem, actually. Which is actually, actually kind of ironic, because you know that Isaac's from Orem, and yeah. Brent Stephenson's from Orem, too, I believe. Three champions. Wow. wow. That's interesting. Yeah, Something in the water. Yeah. A little random fact. I have uh, six brothers. No, I have five brothers. <laughs> <laughs> five brothers and one sister. Yeah, so I grew up, and I'm... You know, growing up in a household with a lot of boys like that kind of makes you competitive. So I think that's where I get that. I'm always trying to be better. You know, I don't, I hate to lose at things. And I think that's where that stems from. Kind of led me into, you know, athletics. And I, I wrestled when I was in middle school. And, and then I started climbing when I was um, like 12 years old. And I pretty much, um, I took two years off. And that's about it over my 38 years. So I'm I'm addicted to climbing. And that's been my main focus. And Eventually, I was getting a little bored, and so I saw Ninja Warrior. I was actually watching it with uh, Noah Kaufman here. We were on a trip yeah. in Yosemite. Oh, my gosh. We were in a cabin in Yosemite, actually, and we watched it. Yeah, that's the first time I saw it. I was like, this is the coolest show ever. And um, I got into it, and um, I got into it right before you guys did, because then I remember calling Noah up after I had been on season four, and it was like, you guys gotta get on this show yeah you got me into it yeah it's amazing but um that's kind of my background and how i got into ninja warrior but um i met noah in ohio um but then when i moved from ohio to colorado that's when i met ian and megan ian why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself sure yeah let's see well i'm ian dory aka the wolf pup and i was born on july 14th 1990 here in colorado Fort Collins. Let's see, I moved to a farm when I was 10, and I think that's where I learned a lot about life, about work ethic, and I got into rock climbing when I was living on the farm, and I just, I loved climbing. Let's see, I went to high school in uh, at Fossil Ridge High School. I didn't really like school then. It was, I wanted to climb all the time. Actually, I worked really hard in my classes, and I graduated a semester early so I could uh, go off and rock climb, so... Finished early and was rock climbing all the time as much as possible, living in a trailer that I bought, <laughs> which was awesome. After a while, I got uh, I got kind of bored of just rock climbing. I did meet my wife uh, while I was living oh. on the road. Yeah, so, she's so yes, awesome. Yeah, she is awesome. Her. So lucky. Very lucky. And yeah, now I'm, uh, I'm in college. I'm very focused on academics. I want to go to law school. So that's a big part of my life. I met Brian... In Boulder, Colorado, at the spot, I remember a bunch of my kids I was coaching at the time were like, Brian Arnold, oh my god. I was like, Brian Arnold, <laughs> who's that? <laughs> and uh, then I looked him up, I was like, oh, this guy's a legend, he's awesome. And yeah, I started talking with him, and I was like, yeah, I think I can be pretty good at Ninja. And he's like, well... Well, put your money where your mouth is. Come train with me. Did I say that? <laughs> Pretty much. Does that sound like me? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you, Brian. And uh, yeah, I, I went to the parkour gym at Apex and I ran out the warp wall first try. And he was like, yeah, I think he could be a ninja. <laughs> yeah, I remember so. Brian calling me and he's like, yo, Noah, man, I just trained with Ian. Oh, man, I, I it might be a mistake to start training with him because if we bring him on, he might just take this thing down. Pretty easily. Yeah, but Ninja Warrior has become a huge part of my life. The Wolf Pack, all of you. And I've learned so much from Brian and from Noah and from Megan. It's been, it's like 
my other family. So we love you, Wolf Pup. Yeah. 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 So it's been a really fun ride to be part of Ninja Warrior. And uh, yeah, now I'm here. So I want to talk a little bit about climbing. Now we are all climbers. We've all put in tons of time. And actually I was calculating the other day between the four of us, we have over 75 years of climbing experience. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. I'm over 25 years. Brian is... I'm over 25. Over 25. That's 50. And then between... So anyways, we've all climbed double-digit boulder proms, which just mean really hard boulder proms. We've climbed all over the world. And I just wanted to see where everybody's favorite locations, like maybe top two that you've ever been. Wolf Pup, what about you? Right away, Australia. It is amazing. You've been telling me, yeah. Yeah. If you haven't been to Australia, you have to make time to go. The rock is amazing. The culture is amazing. They speak English, which was nice for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, the, yeah, it's just the whole experience. The clubs are awesome. The supermarkets are awesome. It's just, I had such a blast. And kangaroos, they're awesome. <laughs> kangaroos are awesome. What about the, the creatures? There's lots of them. You know, I never had a problem with any of the creatures. Okay. We were there during the winter, and so I never actually even saw any spiders. Oh. Uh, I was I was back way deep in the bush, and I never really saw anything. And <laughs> that's, I, I did that's see good the scorpion maybe one time with Jess, but no, nothing. Nothing came after us. There is drop bears. What? There's these things. You never heard of drop bear? No. no. What's a drop bear? So there's not very many of them, but they they hide up in trees and they have these big claws <laughs> and they will at night. So you don't climb at night and they jump down and they chase after you. What? Yeah. Could they like hurt you? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> totally. That, I, we had machetes the whole time. What? <laughs> Brian, where is your favorite place that you've been and traveled and climbed? Oh man. I mean, I've been so many places. It's, it's so amazing. Yeah. It's so hard to pick one. I mean... You could ask me my favorite rock, and maybe then I can narrow it down. Like, um, so my favorite route climbing I could tell you is in Red River Gorge. Oh, yeah. oh Kentucky! Yeah, wow. yeah. I've, I've spent many, many Being from the Midwest. That yeah, I mean, I live really close to the Red. I was in Cincinnati. It was like two hour drive. Yeah. What a great place! Oh yeah. So just if we're just talking about routes, the Red. I mean, if we're talking bouldering, there's so many memories <laughs> that I have in Waco. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I'm with you, too. Been. With you, too, now. Well, you're uh, going. You never have? I, I'm going the third weekend of February. So, oh. this is going to blow your mind. Brian and I, like, 10 years ago now? Yeah. Almost 10 years ago or something like that, we had a 30-foot-plus trailer, and I installed this, like, screen that you drop down. And so, on our rest days, and we, we went on a climbing trip basically for three-quarters of a year well, with our months, families. Yeah. And we, the, okay, so on our rest days, the days when your skin is healing, you, you know, you're, you're just trying to heal your muscles so you can climb even harder the next day, we would just play Call of Duty. <laughs> we, we had it set up and it was so much fun in the, in the trailer and, and, uh, yeah. And we played Halo, I believe, I believe we yeah. played the first Halo or second Halo. And nice. you're That's good awesome. at Halo, man. Oh, no. Those games make you. me nervous. Yeah. I like get lost and turned around. And I can't remember who's on my team. It's not very good. <laughs> Sounds like me and I'm football. I'm a Super Mario a kind of girl. Super Mario. I you love don't want to do Mario Kart against me. Oh, nice. Man. What about you, Megan? Where was your favorite kind of travel spot? 
So I haven't actually spent that much time climbing, like, or at least traveling outside. Growing up in Florida, I never really went on many big trips. I never actually bouldered outside until I was in college, which is kind of crazy considering I started climbing so young. But I did take a trip to Switzerland kind of right when I got back into climbing. Wow, Swizzy. Yeah, it was awesome. I went to Kieranico with uh, Jimmy Webb and Kasha Beatrice and... It was such an amazing trip. I had the best time, and I climbed on granite before, but, like, Colorado granite and the granite in Switzerland is crazy. So good, yeah. It's amazing. We climbed at this place called Brione, which has granite that feels like sandstone. It's the coolest thing ever. That sounds really good. It's amazing. It's amazing. I did, like, my first V11s there. I was, like, super psyched. I don't know. It's a beautiful, beautiful place, and the food was great. The people were lovely. I had the best time. Did you see that V9 at Brione called Malunk? Malunk? I don't think so. We only oh. went to Brione for one day. Oh, yeah. Okay. We were mostly in Kiranico, and then we went to Magical. We went to Magical, oh, Magical. Yeah. one day. It was kind of snowy, and the only boulder that was possible to climb on was Neverending Story, which meant Jimmy was climbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rest of that was my One of the hardest day. problems in the yeah. world. So you, on the way to Brioni, did you see the James Bond dam that they oh, yeah. bungee jump off of? Yeah, or no, it was closed. I wanted to go so badly. Oh. It was closed because it was so cold, but I want to go back That's and do so that. Cool. It's like the craziest bungee jump. I've bungee jumped before too. You have? When I was like, I went bungee jumping. So we had Youth World's. In Veliko Tarnavo, Bulgaria, Bulgaria, back in 2003. So I was like, I think I was like 15, no, I was like 14 years old, and I went bungee jumping. <laughs> I just have to say that Megan is, she has a really strong head. You were really brave. <laughs> we, uh, there's this competition called the Seco Block. This wall is 55 feet tall to the top. And it's over a pool that's 16 feet deep, and you're racing the person next to you to the top. And the climbing is really hard, and it's really scary. And yeah. watching Megan fly up that wall... Just like fearless. I, it was really impressive. Oh, <laughs> it's you. so mental. I saw top-level <laughs> athletes get scared and jump off ha- halfway. Like, they, they could easily have done it, but they were it's just mentally hard for them. <laughs> yeah, and, and Megan stayed tough. If you guys, if our listeners want to go and see some links, it, they're in the show notes. Um, we'll post them there, www.wolfpackninjas.com, and check out our podcast show notes. How'd you do, Megan? Um, this past year, I got second place. Bam. <laughs> uh, heck yeah, Wolf. Arr- Nice. It was it was raining and lightning. Oh yeah, basically it was the a whole little. Time. Yeah, the weather was, was not gnarly. so great. I was surprised we were actually climbing on wet holds, like getting to the top. <laughs> so one of the coolest places I've ever been is Rocklands, South Africa, oh. and I can't wait to take you guys. We're going. The Wolfpack is going on a trip to Rocklands, and it's going to be so much fun. We've been, already been talking about this and planning this for like. Gosh, over a year now, right, guys? Yeah, over yeah. a year. Totally. Yeah. And anyways, it was so cool and went with Wills and Lisa and Daniel Wood and Paul Robinson and got to do some really cool first ascents. And it, it was amazing. Those guys were all friends and it, it was such a good time. I, I would go back in a heartbeat. You guys will love it. So Ninja Doc, tell me about your favorite first ascent that you put up. Oh, thank you, Wolf Up. <laughs> you know, actually, yeah, my, the, the best problem that I've probably put up 
And I may have put up actually better problems, but the funnest problem that I ever put up was this thing called the hatchling in South Africa. You put that up? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. I've heard about that. I'm going to tell you the story right now. Yeah, I'm ready to listen. It's sick. <laughs> it's uh, so, so look, I, I was there and luckily Daniel wasn't climbing that day. <laughs> And it, look, we were all staying in this little house and, you know, it was, it was super fun playing chess all the time. But Paul was there and we, we went to this boulder that the Austrians had told us about this climb that no, none of them could do the season before. And so he and I started working on it. And luckily he was like five days on and his hands were all taped. And Paul Robinson's one of the strongest guys out there. And he's a great guy. I love Paul. And so we're fighting for this first ascent, you know? <laughs> And there's no way I can ever beat Paul to a first ascent, except for the fact that I was fresh and ready to climb and he was taped up and bleeding. And, and so I beat him to the first ascent of the hatchling and I called it the hatchling and it was a really, really, really fun moment. And uh, that boulder, the whole boulder moves. You can actually rock the boulder and it's just like, that's scary. Does it freak? Does it move as you climb? Like as you're. Come no, on. no. You need to get three, four people like cammed up underneath it and rock it back and forth. It's such a crazy looking boulder. I'll post a photo of that on the show notes too. So Noah, why did you name it the hatchling? Yeah, the thing looks like a broken egg. Okay. It, it's really incredible. It's uh, It looks like a cracked egg that's been cracked open. Yeah, like I said, go to our show notes on wolfpackninjas.com and there'll be a picture of it there. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question that I get a lot, and maybe you guys can answer this for everybody. Yeah. Why do you think that climbers do so well on the course? Great question. Yeah, great question. I think that having the upper body strength is really helpful, but I also think that we have a mental game, especially if you're a competitor, especially if you're a competitive climber, that a lot of other athletes don't have because – when we climb in competition, it's not rehearsed. You turn around and you're right. seeing something you've never seen before. And in a bouldering competition, you have five minutes to figure it out. In a sport climbing competition, you have one shot. So we're very used to that, like, press for time, like, you have to do it or you're done kind of mentality. Yeah, as soon as climbers or as we look at a new obstacle, as soon as we see it, we immediately can start reading sequences and, or, you know, a way of doing it very quickly and so in five seconds we can have two different ways of doing an obstacle you know i've been climbing for 25 years now and i've almost never climbed the same climb twice like outside i will do a problem and then i move on to the next problem and do a new problem and each problem is an obstacle and it's such a non-linear approach to our athleticism. It's not like we're doing bicep curls or it's not like we're a gymnast who just does the rings and perfects the rings for, you know, you know, umpteen hours a day. We are constantly trying new things and it's that adaptability. We're working our muscles in every single possible pulling and pushing direction. And I think it gives us a huge advantage. Like I bet a wrestler would be really good on the course. I think that's why a lot of extreme athletes surfers and acrobats, guys like modern Tarzan and a lot of the parkour guys who just are adapting their bodies. But then, of course, throwing the upper body stuff like we have. Boom. I mean, we are ninjas. Yeah, I'd like to say, too, that, um, you know, there was a time, though, that there were uh, the climbers weren't doing so well. And there was a lot of climbers that did try out for for the show for those that, 
have been watching the, the whole time and they weren't getting very far. So um, we all had to like work on some weaknesses in, or, in order to get to some of the more advanced stuff. Absolutely. So yeah. it's, it's not like we're saying, oh, climbers are the best at Ninja Warrior because right. um, there's a lot of skills that as climbers we don't do and we've had to work on to, in order to get to to a level. I think what is Jeff Britton was talking about, the hardest thing for him um, was going to be stage one. And as climbers, we kind of get that. We understand that that's something that we don't do. And, right. You know, we shine later on in the state. And we just want to make it to stage three that everybody thinks is so tough. We're like, well, gosh, that's what we've been doing for 20 years. You know, how are we going to get past stage one and two? There's a lot of climbers that I know that want to do the show and they're, some of them are so much stronger than me. And, um, and I always, I've had people say, well, what if so-and-so does it, do you think that they're going to totally dominate And they're talking about some V 16 climber or something? Chris yeah. And <laughs> my, my first initial thought is, are they going to be able to get through the quad steps? Can they get up the warp wall? Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many, so many skills that are needed to be the first. Yeah. It's a great point. It's a great um, point, Brian. And I think that we've been really lucky to have all these amazing ninja brothers and sisters to help us and like literally show us the way. And we're going to be interviewing Jesse LaFlair here in the next couple episodes. And I mean, that guy's a movement master. I've studied his movement. I can't repeat what he can do. He's unbelievable. That's a really good point. Well, anyways, you guys want to get into some tips? Yeah, let's do some tips. Who's got something for us? What I got, got it. Just kidding. <laughs> I got him. All right, Megan, start us out. I would like to take a moment to talk about makeup. I feel like a lot of women and girls that I talk to are never sure if it's necessary for sports. I usually wear a bit of makeup while I'm training, but then there are days where I don't wear any. Usually depends on my mood. I do think it's important to not wear too much makeup because the last thing you want is to have it running down your face. For competitions, I always do my eyes, cheeks, and brows. When I feel like I look good, I feel more confident. I feel like it transfers over to the way I perform in competition. The mental game. The best athletes are not only training their bodies, but their minds as well. Visualize your goals and visualize yourself achieving those goals. Imagine the emotions you might experience when you complete an obstacle. I like to focus on the end result. See yourself as you make progression and think about how you can prepare yourself for future success. Visualize possible setbacks and visualize how you will overcome them. Visualize your success. Now give yourself an imaginary high five. Okay, Shane on Twitter asks, How do you improve your grip strength? I'm always amazed at how you all can hold your body weight with just your fingers. Okay, Shane, so there are multiple aspects to grip strength. But to make this simple, let's focus just on building finger strength for climbing. And the best exercise is climbing. As you get stronger, push yourself to get on smaller and smaller holds, also a variety of holds from small edges, slopers, pockets, and pinches. Shane, this is a fun topic that the Wolfpack may discuss in detail on a future podcast. Healthy fats are really important and they are just that, healthy. Healthy fats are the unsaturated ones found in nuts, avocados, and other natural sources. Saturated fats are no good in large quantities or too frequently. That's part of the reason why it's recommended to cut out the dairy and the meat a few episodes ago. Those foods are very high in saturated fats. Nuts, on the other hand, are great. Did you ever hear of anyone getting fat by eating nuts and berries? 
These are healthy snacks and a great way to go. It's not that hard when you take it meal by meal and snack by snack. Just make it good choices and it'll all fall in line. Okay, thanks for joining us for episode six of the Wolfpack Ninja podcast. Join us next week with our special guest, Jesse LaFlair, and he's going to kick it off. He shared some pretty amazing things, some pretty juicy things, actually, that have not been heard before, things you might not know about the parkour legend YouTube sensation. This guy's got 300,000 subscribers and over 27 million views on his YouTube. Tune in next week. Thanks so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www.wolfpackninjas.com and join us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips. What's up, dude? Oh, just chilling. Just got back from running all the errands and stuff and just in for the night now, so just gonna chillax.